y'all. Welcome to Bookish Bitches. It's not your grandmother's book club. So grandma, if you're listening, please don't. I'm Megan. And I'm Lauren. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about The Goal by L. Kennedy, which is the fourth book in the off-campus series. You know, I, coming into it, I didn't know what to expect because like the last book, which was The Score, yeah. gives us this beautiful like cliffhanger for this book mm-hmm. um which if you guys listened you remember you were us really with that yeah like, i was flipping really? out um like what the fuck it was those, one? <laughs> because he just tucker's vacant and gone the whole book of the score and then appears and is like i got sabrina james pregnant which is the whole premise of this book which beautifully set up but this book explores the before and the after of that scene in the score and i being shook from the score made me like really excited to read this book so i'll let you pick what we start with because there's a lot so initially the score is my favorite and tucker was my has been one of my favorite boys throughout the entire series um I'm not going to lie. Initially, I knew what tropes were coming with each book. So the pregnancy trope was something known. And since it's Tucker's book, reading the score, I had that in the back of my mind. Like, oh, that'd be a convenient time for him. You know, blah, eh, whoever it was, blah, blah, blah. Um, I will say this, though. This was my favorite of the off-campus series. I think this was by far, even with all the smut and everything, in it, it was by far the most wholesome. It was wholesome. I want... Uh, Tucker, uh, John Tucker in my life, or Tucker John, whatever the fuck it was. I want that in my life because he's literally every woman's dream. Yeah. <laughs> he's everybody's dream. He can cook. He's sweet. He doesn't let you open the doors. He he's is a southern gentleman. Boy. Like he's the definition of a southern gentleman, the like ball. but without being problematic and misogynistic. Like he's got the good balance. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that. I love it in the book context, but that was the part that was really ruining um, the realism for me. Which bit? That he was a perfect guy? Yes. The fact that he's (laughs) perfect. Because all of our other boys have some kind of contention, some kind of trauma, something that makes them like spicy, Uh, but not really in the good way spicy, just like, oh, okay, well, that's why you did that stupid thing. Yeah, kind of like in the last book with Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dean with Bill passing, he was hitting like, drugs and alcohol. I think drugs were involved. Yeah. Uh, Tucker was kind of just roundabout, perfect old boy. And <laughs> we see more of Bo Maxwell's um, feel yeah. and everything in this book. But even through that, when Tucker's sad, his focus is on, okay, I'm sad, but Sabrina dated Bo, so I need to take care of Sabrina. Which is healthy as shit, by the way. The way he analyzes everything. Yeah. Like, this is why it's so unrealistic because most of the population, not only in America but everywhere else, is not healthy. Yeah, we just that's that's on one damn red flag. With him. Yeah, I couldn't find a red flag with him, which was like I want that one. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's good because then you know, hey, I'm choosing people who are healthy. But in the context of him being a realistic person it's very odd to me that he doesn't have a moment of like i need to take care of myself it's i have these goals my mom has these expectations i'm going to balance them all and whatever happens happens and that's basically how he takes it all he takes it in stride which is really cool but also like uh, 
where's the moment where you you get frustrated and overwhelmed at 3 a.m and you cry like tucker where's that you know what i mean oh i'm sure he had those moments after jamie was born <laughs> oh oh yeah. for sure that first night it's a rough one for everybody yeah um, tucker's mom i didn't like her <sighs> tucker's mom okay. tucker's mom at multiple points at one point i just boy did i say bat my foot <laughs> sorry everybody that's binks um at one point i labeled one of my sticky tabs what the fuck mm-hmm. oh wait shit it wasn't for her that wasn't the what the fuck moment <laughs> i had a lot of moments with her though that were like i that. just didn't label it that time um so so let's lay out tucker's mom before we start bashing because yeah. i feel like this needs some context because she's she a clearly, bitch that's all the context you need raised him right though so it's like well where where is this hate coming from so yeah, I was so thrown off. She is a single mother. Tucker is her is her her baby, her pride and joy. Yeah, his dad died when he was three years old. Yeah, when he was so she was love raising yeah. him, which I understood, you know. Except she was having all these expectations out of Tucker that just were unrealistic, like setting him up for a marriage. Um, which I love that the girl was actually was a lesbian. Had, yeah, Tucker had to tell her that. Like, um, sorry, mom, that one's just not gonna work. <laughs> but it it feels like a classic case of like my son is what I have, and therefore he is the only thing I have, and I must hold yeah. on to him. Um, because she treats Tucker like an adult, but treats Sabrina as less than a human being. Yeah, which is very strange. Of course, she scolds Tucker like a mom does, but when he is regardless if he's there or if he's not the way she speaks to sabrina is you are a gold digger you are gonna ruin my son's life as if he has no agency or autonomy and you know it takes two people to have a baby um but the way she talks to sabrina is very much like this is your fault why didn't you a b and c also i don't know she is not within the century she is like Basically, if a girl hangs out with a guy, um, she's definitely cheating. And I say that because Sabrina, such a sweetheart, uh, she goes to law school. Uh, she ends up getting to Harvard after she has Jamie. So she's doing school while being a single mother because technically she wasn't with Tucker. Yeah. She was managing a very abusive household while having a child. We'll touch on Ray in a bit. Yeah. Um, but swear to God, like... I would have snapped off way sooner. It's I'm sorry. It's very important to also acknowledge the fact that Sabrina is still making the decision about whether to keep the pregnancy when she finds out about Harvard. Yeah. Like, those moments are happening at the same time. And Tucker, again, praising Tucker, is very much like, whatever you want to do, it is your choice. I will support you regardless. Yeah. And she is within these two things also being like i don't want to ruin his life a b and c so all the thoughts that tucker's mom is throwing at her she's already gone through she's already thought about she's already assessed and decided yeah and when she decides that she wants to have their daughter tucker is the one who's relieved yeah so again going back to the mom it's like he wanted this pregnancy honestly a little bit more than she did but she, through his convincing and his, well, not convincing, through his support, was able to say, "I can do both." Yeah, 
which also we love a queen that can do both. And also we know ne- I I wanted an apology from the mom to Sabrina and we never got that, and which pissed me off because literally the last time I see the mom is her walking out after Sabrina pops off on her and Tucker walks in and basically in that rant she said, I love you. And he's like, You love me, eh? And I was like, Yay. <laughs> There's like a a post scene type thing of reference referencing the mother. Yeah. But no, we never get an actual apology for the way she's behaving. She's she's acting like a jealous 16-year-old. Yeah. It's like, that is not your boyfriend. That's your son. And he is 22 years old. Or 23, however old he is. If he's old enough to take this insurance money and buy a business and you're encouraging him to do that, why are you suddenly like, trying to take in, his choice away? In one sentence, she's like, how soon after you learned about his inheritance did you decide to trap him, Sabrina? It's pretty convenient how he pays for everything while you go off studying with another man. I'm like, bitch? Who gives a fuck about it? It's not an inheritance of a million dollars. It's an inheritance to buy a bar. And also, in the long run, before Tucker buys the bar, when Sabrina gets out of Harvard and she's making that money, she's going to be the breadwinner in the situation. Because he yeah. still hasn't made a decision about his anything after college other than that he knows he's going to take this money and invest it in something which is very relatable actually yeah i mean it's it's, he actually knows what they're doing after (laughs) yeah it's he has a vague idea of what he's doing but not enough structure i just didn't understand her hostility and probably it's because he's a mama's boy and he doesn't she probably doesn't like sharing him but also which is unhealthy your son's decisions yeah if he is the one doing this pregnancy and he's the one doing this parenthood, you need to respect that shit and just be there for support because you're not raising the child. Yeah. You're not even in the same fucking state. You're over here visiting. Go back yeah, home. And then she, she ends up moving to the state, but we don't see the scenes that's like reference that she is. Yeah. But the fact that she is so bitter and mean to Sabrina and even suggests that she give the child up for adoption after Sabrina and Tucker yeah. both decided to raise her. Do you know like, how much it would hurt Tucker to know he has a child out there and he's not providing for it? Exactly. Well, that Are was you like, joking? Oh, who was it? I think Dean's the one who says something about like if Tucker thought you wanted to get married, he would do it in a heartbeat. He would. Which we're gonna what? talk about that scene later. It was like but... love at first sight for Tucker, and it was like lust at for her, but she grew to love him. Yeah, Tucker was straight up about like the second I saw you, it wasn't necessarily love at first sight. But there was something there that I knew was worth it. Yeah. I just... The mom seems so uncharacteristic. Yeah, it just didn't really fit with everything we see about her prior to Sabrina. It's so sweet and loving and, you know... And then after Sabrina, it's like, okay, you wicked old hag, go somewhere. Like, where did this come from? I wouldn't stand for that disrespect, personally. I was kind of mad when Sabrina If it was my mother... And she was showing my spouse that kind of disrespect. I I would tell her straight up, that's not cool. We're not doing this. Yeah. Which is healthy to have arguments with your parents, by the way. It is a it's a healthy thing. It is it is healthy to stand up for your partner. Yeah. Among other things. But like standing up for your You're partner, especially the mother of your child, is like that's a bare minimum, sir. Also, keep in mind Tucker. Oh, I want wait one second. I want <laughs> Where did he go? I love the immediate gear switch and I have no idea what's going on. Something else irritated me. I guess we'll just probably knock it right out of the park real quick. Where the fuck did it go? Lose it. It's been a long day. 
Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? I had an issue with it. Where did it go? Bear in mind, folks. I need a moment. I didn't like that fucking instructor for the birth class. Um, not at all. I didn't like her. I know she was only an iconic little character, but there was one line that set me off. And keep in mind, I work at a bar. I was having a beer. I was reading a book. This shit set me off. Mm-hmm. It was, um, watch this. And here we have the C-section. The infant will shy away from the light when the stomach cavity is cut open. The doctor has to reach in and drag the baby out of your stomach. Again, if you are unable to do your duty as a mother. Oh, yeah. Push your baby down the bat- vaginal. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. I was like, your duty as a mother. Your duty this as is, a mother is, this is where you fail. After. I was yeah. like, this is where you fail before the kid's even out? What about the next 18 years? Yeah. I don't know. That set me off. And <laughs> I work with feminists, which is amazing. And they're like, mm, pop off. And, I, and then the one guy in the bar is like, mm, what's wrong with that statement? I'm like, you can get out of here. Oh, you were cut off. <laughs> yeah, there was a whole lot <laughs> about that whole like birthing class that was just like, what is happening? Also, I didn't register. Tucker was joking her and he's like I thought you said joking her and I'm like what the fuck do you mean joking her I was reading it as a whole other thing like oh so this is a new kink that's been discovered by Sabrina and it was a reality like you're joking me <laughs> which is so funny to think about yeah. like, the fact that um, I'm, I'm looking for something else to talking but the, the fact that he's choking her out and she's like <laughs> yeah that was an interesting song um so oh my god i remember doris i couldn't think of doris's name that's why i had to google it um, oh my so god i love that so much let's <laughs> talk about them real quick segueing away from tucker's mom and that anger let's talk about side uh, characters while we're on the side character conversation yes. i remember doris top tier fucking loved it they went on a double date with one of Sabrina's best friends. Is either Karen or Hope? And it's Karen, yeah. Karen, yeah. And they went to this cute place. It was like a painting activity where you got a drink and you got to paint a nude artist. That was funny. Um, Hiram and Doris was this old couple, and they're like going out of their comfort zone with this. And I, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it was so funny. Because Sabrina really was reluctant about this date. And when they got there, this old couple was just arguing. And yeah, 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 where are you? Fuck, did you find it? Because I could find it. Um, I can reopen the thing I was looking at because it was just an online version of those pages. Um, okay, I found it. Here we go. So they're at this nude painting and they're like getting ready to do it. Oh, um, I found it. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. So the old couple, I'll read this off. Uh, the couple appears to be in their late 60s or hell, maybe their late 70s. I've never been a good judge of age. Besides, seniors look so young these days. Nana could pass for my older sister. Gee, I'm sorry, Doris, but I never learned how to draw naked folks when I was getting shot at in Nam. <laughs> Doris slams her brush on the table. We talked about this. Dr. Phillips says you aren't allowed to discuss Vietnam anymore. It's destructive to our relationship. (laughs) 
It was the most taxing time of my life, he says stubbornly. And you think it was easy for me, she challenges. Being at home and raising two children in diapers, diapers while you were off hunting, Charlie. You were wiping bottoms. I was killing human beings. <laughs> now, now, tuck your jaws. Hiram, my man, your wife is gorgeous and obviously devoted to you. Indoors, Hiram here fought for this country to keep you and your children safe. Think of how much he must love you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and... So does Hiram, whose voice becomes gruff as he addresses his wife. I'm sorry, Dory. You're right. That was this was a lovely idea, and you were brave in the war. <laughs> and I, I, I love that after this, Sabrina and Tucker kind of very lightly ditch uh, mm-hmm. Fitzy and Karen, and they go and hang out with this old couple. Well, Fitzy and Karen are getting on in the car. Yeah, which, I mean, we all know it's going to happen. The way they're looking at each other, Jesus Christ. But I feel like we're going to get a book out of that. I would honestly be surprised if we didn't. Or at least not a reference in the next one, because I know there's the legacy, which talks about everybody after. Yeah. But Hiram and Doris were just iconic in the short time they were there. And then, of course, as the relationship's going on, Sabrina is kind of thinking back to them, and so is Tucker of like they're they've been together for how long and they're happy ish aside from you know nom and painting naked men nom. but <laughs> using them as a model for their own lives and kind of their relationships so yeah exactly yeah Hiram and Doris top tier top tier let's talk about bottom tier okay like ray. which bottom tier because nana's problematic but fucking ray let's start with ray because nana's problematic and manipulative ray is just straight up problematic and terrible okay fuck ray ray is her stepfather but her mother ran away and left the stepfather but somehow in the way the stepfather started boning the grandma yep so fucking weird to see <laughs> um that was something i couldn't wrap my head around because yeah it was that like, was just yeah. disgusting her mom married him and then ran off with another dude and left this random man with her daughter. Yeah. And then her her grandmother just started sleeping with him. And I'm like, wait, 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 what? But I think that's the whole point of, like, Ray... Well, first of all, Ray thinks he's a lady killer, which he's got, like, a beer belly and he spends all day drinking and watching baseball and being inappropriate while watching baseball. Yeah. So it's like, what are you offering to the field, babe? So I say, let me see that tit, Rena. I'm like, oh my god. If anybody ever did that to me, I swear to God, I'd pop him off. Well, he's clearly a sexual predator, for starters. Um, And he's very aggressive, and I think that was... What gave you that? (laughs) (laughs) That was another thing about this book, though, that I almost was like, this feels... It, like, broke the... Oh, this is a story. It It was so aggressive that it was like, I don't know how realistic this feels now. Because it almost felt like he was doing weird stuff like this, just or it feels like he was written to do this really, really crazy stuff for the perpetuation of plot and for Tucker to you know jump in and be superhero and save the day, rather than him being like a character that is yeah. actually just there causing problems. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just Ray set me off immediately, and <sighs> obviously I wasn't wrong. I was just waiting. And this will get into the next point. I was waiting for Nana to say something. I know. Because there's so many moments where she looks like she might. But she doesn't. Right. You would think she would say something, especially after the baby was born and shit. Yeah. 
But nothing. Not a damn thing. And I was so pissed. I don't... Nana was toxic. Yeah. Because she she struck the balance of, I'm going to be awful to you, but I'm also going to provide you help when you need it so you feel like you need me. Yeah. And then holding the whole, I raised you over, over her head as if Sabrina chose for her mother to leave when she was a child. Right. Swear to God. And I think it's it's really telling because in the beginning, oh, I have tonight is my ears ringing. Um, in the beginning, Nana's making a comment about some girl getting pregnant and keeping it, and Sabrina's like, well, maybe she, you know, she's not keeping it because A, B, and C. Maybe she, you know, whatever. And Nana has this like, oh, well, blah blah blah. You know, she's a hoe and whatever. And it's like, ma'am, you're sleeping with your daughter's ex husband. Who is also sexually harassing your granddaughter? Maybe you should reevaluate. Exactly. I Anna was just toxic. She actually is probably one of the most rela- relatable characters because everybody could probably relate and say, "I have an Anna in some situation." Yeah, someone who pretends to be supportive, and then the second that they don't like what you're doing anymore, they're like, "Fuck you! Why did you?" breastfeed your child now she's addicted to the nip i was like seriously breastfeeding is a totally natural thing are you kidding me yeah and when sabrina was like well the doctors told me to do this and then it was like well my my articles that i've been reading like ma'am fuck you and your articles i already got tucker's mom with the articles i don't need you yeah tucker's mom's over here like studies say that if your child is around alcohol they're gonna be fucked up for the rest of their life and i'm like here I am. <laughs> Maybe those studies say something true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah. She Speaking of problematic characters, I love Dean, but in this book, he's kind of a dick. And it's, uh, it's, he is so against Sabrina. When yeah. all they needed was a simple one-on-one talk, and they only had that when she started hysterically crying after he laid into her. Yeah. Like, about saying, you're gonna ruin her his life and everything, and then she's like, I feel... I don't know why weird thing point. about reading this book after the score and seeing his character development and seeing him become a better person yeah. is that the timelines are layered, so it's not butted up against each other, like, end of one, start of another. It's, they're happening on top of each other. So... Yeah. And we get traces of that where Tucker references Dean getting kicked off the team recently, so we know that that happens in relation. But the whole her having a mental breakdown happens after Dean's gone to rock bottom and come back. So it's like, what was all of that for if you couldn't, if you couldn't, you know, be true to this new great person you're supposed to be? Yeah, like, again. And I'm happy they finally cleared their shit up because honestly, it seems so minuscule to me. I just couldn't. Why did she have such a vendetta against Dean when he knew perfectly well? Like, it just seems so stupid. Like, I've had so many group projects where people have pawned off on me. And I'm like, I haven't had a personal vendetta against every fucking one. The difference is she doesn't have the context that we did reading it. Yeah, yeah. Because... Sabrina's whole thing is, oh, he slept with the TA and used his money to get ahead, which she has to work hard because she has no money, she has no status, whatever. Right. He, Dean, finds out, or he, Dean knows that he did poorly on the project in reality, and is like, why did I get a good grade? And when he tries to do something about it, the teacher's like, well, the least I can give you is a, a B or something like that. 
yeah exactly so sabrina has no no idea of like dean being a good person and trying to take back all of that damage he's done unknowingly so it's not until and even when he claims that he or when he tells her that's what he did it's it's kind of too little too late it's been so long since this whole thing started she's not going to believe that any of that is true because he just let her believe it right exactly it's just so stupid I'm happy they cleared this shit up before the baby got here. It was also cleared up in a really weird way of like, well, guess we're cool now. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Dean, not the best in this book. I mean, I understood. He was pissed, but he acted like it was a personal attack against him that... Yeah, some of the um, stuff he said was like, dude, not everything's about you. Right? And I was like, you act like it's... Tucker's like... Mm. I'm a fuck Sabrina just to piss Dean off. And I'm like, yeah, because Tucker's that kind of a dude. Well, that's like when he's, during that time that he's laying into her and he says something along the lines of like, why'd you do this to my best friend? He is not an object for you to claim, sir. Exactly. Exactly. Ugh. Although Tucker and Sabrina, let's talk about that. Their relationship was the cutest shit personally i thought it was cute because it's not relatable actually you know what it reminds me of their relationship Hmm. and this is referencing something something we just recorded which is nesta and cassian yeah the dynamic of that's why i think it's super cute because i'm a nesta and cassian die and tucker is less gruff about it but that baseline of support is there yeah it's there yeah (sighs) It was super cute, though. I understand the feeling to be to be independent, and you know, not wanting to depend on anybody because they'll end up leaving you. I get that. I get that from Sabrina. Um, but it was nice to see Tucker, even though she was giving off all these like energetic vibes. Like, I don't, I, I can't do this. He stayed around. And I also love that when she would say, "I don't want a relationship," he would say, "Okay." Yeah. And it wasn't like okay i'll wait because there's actually a line in it that says he had said okay and not like okay i'll wait or okay i'll wear you down it was okay a final okay that you know said i understand what you're saying and i respect it yeah which i think is probably what helped her come around to him anyway because she saw that he was there to respect her her wishes and her choices as a human being i don't know um I know Sabrina didn't tell her friends about her pregnancy until like six months in. I'm like, dude, if it was like you or Kyla or Paige, I'm or Andrew, I'm like, I'd be over here like, who buying the bassinet? Who's gonna get me the diapers? Okay, do you know that audio? Um, goes, I will still drag you pregnant at all. Drag me, Monique. Drag me. That'd drag be me, me if you hit a pregnancy for six months. I'd be like, I will still drag you. Drag my ass. <laughs> We'd be in there fighting. Hey, bitch, you'd be you wouldn't you'd open the message and then I get like a ping of you're almost here, like ten hours later. Lauren has shared her location with you. No, Aiden would text me being like, yo, listen, Lauren's pissed. She's not saying shit. She's doing that silent stare off into the distance shit. She's rebooting um, real quick. So you um, know we're coming. <laughs> and we have Taco Bell. In preparation, <laughs> there'd be, like, a box of prenatal vitamins showing up on your doorstep. You'd shove that shit in my hand and then whack my ass against the door. 
hand you like, the bottle and then you be like, you. I'm here for four fucking months until this bitch pops out and then we'll deal with it. <laughs> Make room. Where am I sleeping? Or you'd be like, what happened to throwing yourself down the stairs? <laughs> what happened to the jokes, Megan? If you're already at six months, I'm, I'm going to let that lie until after the baby's born. <laughs> you would be like, what the fuck happened with the jokes? <laughs> they made all those jokes, but didn't follow you through on one of them. You said uppercut the tummy. <laughs> you said one, two, KO. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I also, okay. When she tells her friends, though, I love their individual reactions of, oh, which one is the one that's like, I'm going to learn how to knit. And they're like, are you now? (laughs) And then by the time the baby's born, the boots are still like a hot mangled mess. Oh, my God. If we're going to get on that, can we talk about Garrett's fucking stuff Italy made? Oh, my God. The nightmare fuel that they were making. Oh, good Lord. Who is it? It was Or the fact that Logan can't do CPR on an infant, so he decapitated the doll on accident. It it sounds like the way that I visualize what happened there, because for those of you listening, if you haven't read it, Logan and Garrett are from the original book, from the first two books. And when they find out Tucker's having a kid, they're competing to be Godfather. And so Tucker's like, okay, I'll I'll entertain it. I'll make some challenges for you. One of the challenges is sewing this stuffed animal for comfort. And Garrett makes this absolute nightmare fuel teddy bear that sabrina sees and is like what the hell is that i swear to god when she started popping off i was like oh my god did someone send him a nude <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just love the idea of big garrett graham sitting there and hand sewing this awful looking teddy mm-hmm. bear and then tiger is the bigger of the of them i thought garrett was the biggest i thought tucker was is that a question Google will know? Is, t- is Garrett bigger than Tucker? Height. I love the... Yeah, six foot three inches. Look up Tucker. John Tucker Jones. <laughs> John Tucker Must Die? What the fuck was that? Oh, damn. Yeah, it's a movie. John Tucker Must Die is a movie. No, I didn't know those. You would like it. It's a good movie. Um, Yeah, what? Tucker's shorter than... I feel like he's bulkier. I mean, six feet, six feet, you know? This might be a real person, John Tucker. Instead of, yeah, this is a real person, John Tucker, not, not. John Tucker, the goal. (laughs) Yeah, I put the goal. Oh. I'm not looking through all that. Um, But yeah, the the real person, John Tucker, is six foot, so. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. But yeah, John Tucker Must Die, I feel like you would enjoy. Um <laughs> That's it's, it's an older movie, but it's 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 funny. So um, how'd you think about the Harvard elitism? Oh my god. Okay. The first day that Sabrina goes to visit that professor that like knows that she got in but doesn't tell her because she can't. Yeah. And that guy walks up and is like, Are you here for legal aid? And she's like, what? And he's like, Do you speak Span- Spanish or English? And she's like, I speak English. And he's like, "Oh, well, we don't do housing aid." And she's like, "I'm here because I'm a like I'm a, a I'm gonna be student. a student." And he's like, "Oh, it was his name, Kale." And then when she's oh my god, when she was lactating though, and she's walking <laughs> through campus, I was mortified for her. Yeah, 
but like big up to I the girl bad, but honestly ass. i feel like it's such a super normal thing i understand the embarrassment but like it's just a normal thing anytime yeah. i see that i'm like do you want a napkin or something you know yeah what can i do to make you more comfortable because exactly but when the girl was nice the, the, yeah. Bad, yeah i was, about I was, to say that. I was happy about that um it was very clear that like a lot of the people who either are students working there in like menial labor jobs um or even desk jobs yeah have a much better perspective and understanding of like financially not everyone is there because mommy and daddy have money exactly versus your kales who are who want to be on harvard law review but also treat people like they're dirt on the bottom of the shoes so yeah exactly uh yeah exactly overall i like the book a lot it's definitely a quick read personally because you're just so into the character like characters and the story i give it a solid four and a half yeah i would definitely agree with that and i like that the the series carries on so hannah and garrett from book one are still in it and grace and logan are involved in all of this it it makes it feel very much like you're building a family with these characters exactly so you're excited to see what happens next to them but yeah but yeah really good book l kennedy hit it off again as we expected her to i mean let's be real (laughs) so yeah all right guys next week we're going to be talking about spells trouble by pc and kirsten cast yep um they wrote my favorite series of like all time but i'm not gonna make megan read all 12 or 14 of those books so we're gonna do spells trouble and see what she thinks (laughs) 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 Nah, you could probably read the whole series in a night if you really tried because they're short books but not gonna do that on my crack at energy (laughs) (laughs) all right we We shall see see you later Bye. bye bye